Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to Meditation for Moms broadcast from HeartTransformations.com. I am Marie Georgiopoulos, and I'm so grateful to be here today sharing my knowledge and my wisdom about meditation and how it can assist you in transforming your life and embracing more of your authentic self. As a divine messenger, a healer, a spiritual mentor, and a speaker, I use my intuitive gifts to tap into divine wisdom of your higher self, your angels, your spirit guides, and also to guide you in your spiritual development and to assist you in overcoming core lifetime issues and struggles in your life. It's my passion and joy to do this work, and I look forward to assisting all of you who join me in this um, show today. And I really appreciate that I have uh, a guest speaker who's on, and she just texted me to let me know that there's a little echo Sometimes that does happen with my um, speakers that come on, but when the recording comes through, it's usually just fine. So we're going to move on and hope that that doesn't show up on the actual recording. I do have a wonderful guest today who's a very special guest speaker, Dr. Jessica Tartaro. And Dr. Tartaro is an orgasmic intimacy coach. And today she'll be exploring the role of pleasure and the challenges and rewards of intimacy in the experience of motherhood. I'll share a little bit more about her in just a few minutes, but I'm excited about the show today. And I'm putting the angels of technology on all the technical glitches and hopes that they will work out. I'm I, I'm really um, delighted to be breaking through into this arena It's a new area of meditation, a new um, experience, and really showing up for ourselves as mothers in the understanding of pleasure and that spiritual connection of pleasure within ourselves. It's a very intimate connection with our spirit. Of course, meditation, I feel, is an adventure. It's an adventure into mysticism, of who we are as human beings. And our sexuality, of course, is one of those areas of great mysticism. Not just um, as mothers, of course, on this journey, but we're here as divine, intimate, feminine aspects of God. And this journey that we take into our hearts is a very intimate one. And I feel it's key to coming back into alignment with who we truly are, not the who, you know, who we are as our wife or as our mother, uh, but who we were really born to be, not the roles that we play. And as with everything, of course, meditation is an evolving experience that is beneficial for everyone, whether you are a novice at it or you've been meditating for a while. In my journey, meditation has helped me to heal my heart and to transcend my core lifetime issues. I'm still evolving in this as there are layers to those things that we're here to heal. 
But I noticed that in my practice of meditation, I have a much faster healing curve and more resiliency. And I just feel more vital, more young. I appreciate myself more. And of course, my meditation has been a big part of my journey in embracing my psychic gifts and higher degrees of self-awareness. Now, we've been through a journey in this show. This show is almost a year old, and so I've taken you along a series of different types of meditations. If you're new to the show, you can always go back to the beginning shows that aired on April 7th of last year, and you can start to download those podcasts and go through them one at a time, maybe a week at a time, and then go on to the next one. Each one was a different type of meditation because that's how I experienced my meditation. And I really wanted to develop this show and teach you kind of the art of transformational meditation, which I feel is meditation through intent. Now, there are meditations for all types of purposes, you know, and we go there with respect of what we really desire and want. For me, a lot of times my meditations were focused on healing, on releasing pain in my body, on understanding my soul connection, on understanding what the underlying causes were, and of course to gain access to my inner wisdom and my spirit guides. As a healer, this was a necessary part of my congruency of coming into alignment with who I really am. So again, if you're interested in knowing more about the show, um, you can go to my website at hearttransformations.com. You can also go to my About pages there, and you'll see uh, two pages, one about heart transformations and why I formulated or created heart transformations, and the other one about me and my personal journey. You can also, like I said, download the previous shows on FMMK from my mother's kitchen radio show starting on April 7th. Or you can email me at mariegg at hearttransformations.com and I'm very happy and grateful to speak to you in person via email to assist you in anything, any questions you have about meditation, about the show, and of course about your journey into spiritual growth. As I mentioned before, the shows are designed to build upon one another and move you through a transformational journey into the heart of who you are, to find your passions, to also even find your your weaknesses and your strengths, to understand the glory of that divine feminine nature of who you are. I call it the inner goddess. So please check out these shows if you want a community to share with. I have formed a Meditation for Moms Facebook group that you're welcome to join at any time. There I post little tidbits, um, sometimes poems, sometimes some guidance. The guest speakers that I have come on. They they join and they promote a little bit, but also they're great teachers and they have lots of ideas to share for you. But mostly it's a forum for you to get to know each other, <clears throat> excuse me, and also to help 
each other through the process of meditation. For me, I needed to speak to people about what was happening with me and take classes to understand, am I doing this right? You know, what's happening in my meditation? I'm getting this hand movement. I don't know what's going on. I've got these tinglys. I've had lots of experiences that I shared with you in the previous shows. But I wanted to take us on this journey today because it's a very special show for moms, and we all need pleasure in our journey. And I'm being taught so many different things about my body through my journey and about the experience of orgasm and the connection to my divine spirit in that, but also the heart space. And so for me, I really was intrigued by Dr. Jessica Totoro's Um, practice and what she has to offer. She's an excellent speaker, and I'm very appreciative to have her on the show. I do want to remind everyone listening that if you're live and you want to call in, we will have an answering question portion after the meditation. If you want to ask Dr. Jessica Totoro anything, if you want to ask me anything, I'm here to intuitively guide you today, and of course she's here to offer her wisdom, too, about what she is teaching and bring forth today. So the number to call is 347-327-9995. Again, that's 347-327-9995. I'm going to take a little drink of water, excuse me. Okay, so if you want to be on the call and you have a question, please make sure that you dial 1, for that 1 will show me here on the message queue that you're willing to be on the show, and then we'll get to you as we can. So with that said, I really want to further introduce my guest and really the star of this show, Dr. Jessica Tortoro. As I mentioned previously, Dr. Tortoro is an orgasmic intimacy coach, and she'll be guiding you through a meditation on relating to your body as a compass for pleasure. She'll be sharing what she feels are the rewards of intimacy in the experience of motherhood and the role of pleasure in our lives when we're faced with these challenges in our lives. Now, Dr. Totoro will be discussing how allowing oneself to tune into the pleasure center, into our unique pleasure centers is integral to staying juiced up for the demands of mothering. She'll share about her personal journey of becoming an intimacy coach and discuss how mindfulness offers a powerful foundation for a new definition of orgasm for moms. So with much love, I bring Jessica forward. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Maria. It's my pleasure. I'm glad that you're here on the line. I'm getting a little bit of feedback, too. Can you hear me okay, Jessica? Okay, I'm going to take my headpiece off because I think that is having this little thing, and I can't hear you very well. I'm going to put you on speakerphone, okay? Hold on just one minute, Jessica.
Can you hear me? Are you there? So I'm just going to ask for angel blessings and healing all around for it. I do feel like you're um, you're still coming in and out. So if you want to take your headpiece off and maybe talk on speakerphone or by, you know, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's just breaking in and out. So let's just go ahead and go on. I think sometimes that could be the computer interference or it may just record just fine. So go ahead and um, move forward and just introduce yourself a little bit more if you want to, Jessica. And we'll just ask for those um, angels of technology to keep working on that for us, okay? Okay, I'll take it. Okay, go ahead. Hi, I'm back. 
Can you hear me? Okay, great. I can hear you. (laughs) That worked. Thank God. Okay, good. And I can also hear you better, so it was a callback issue. Good. So let's start over with, like, the do-over button. (laughs) Yeah, reset. My goodness. Okay, go ahead. Happy to happy to start again. I, I was um, I've been thinking a lot about what it means as an intimacy coach to be guesting on a call for mothers, and I want to really acknowledge Marie your vision for having me on. I work with a lot of couples, and many are parents, and I work with individuals and groups. But I it's, it's I've never actually targeted what I offer to mothers. Yet simultaneous to that, I realize how specific it is, how specifically difficult it is for mothers to be able to anchor their attention in our own bodies. I'm not personally a mother myself, but but speaking as um, you know, as if I was, how difficult it is to keep the attention here because by design, um, as a mother. Um, a woman's body is attuned outward, and there's necessity to that. Yet what I'm going to talk about today is that the experience of motherhood and your relationship to serving your daughters and your sons and to being connected to your spouse or your partner actually takes on a different quality, uh, a potentially richer quality when you can also anchor your attention inside your body on what feels good, on what it means to actually source yourself while you're also showing up to drive kids to soccer practice and to make sure there's food on the table and to do all of the countless tasks at home and to return calls and, and, and really the kind of endless list of details that mothers attend to, which can pull so much of that attention outside of our bodies. So it's really, it's really a privilege um, to to give this invitation to mothers and and to invite the possibility that there could be a, a different doorway. Um, this is not to say that you can stop all the demands from coming in, but it is to say because this is a meditation program that where you put your attention matters, and where you put your attention as meditators is a choice. And if we can sharpen the one who makes that choice and give her the anchor of pleasure in our bodies, then we can relate to those many demands and tasks differently. And my my hope is from a place of greater patience and creativity and humor and actually a place of greater generosity. I don't know about you, but whatever I'm doing, if I feel sort of empty or stretched, and then I have to do this thing, I, I'm agitated, I'm annoyed, I can get pissed. It's like, how could you ask me to do this thing and I'm already tired? But if my cup is full, if I'm coming at it from, I've been taking care of myself or I've just had a, um, you know, a good night of sex with my partner or things are really going well at my end in, in, in sourcing me, then it's a pleasure to serve you. Then I can enjoy this thing that I genuinely enjoy, which... I assume, I I trust actually, there's so much joy for so many of your listeners in giving and in loving. I feel the same joy myself as a a teacher and and a coach. 
Um, but it allows us to feel that joy more fully when we come from full. So that is my hope in, in this interview and through my meditation is that there can be a fuller experience of the joy of service when service is also um, from a place of pleasure. Yeah, I I fully agree with you. I know as a mom myself, especially when my child was young and I was working a full-time fashion, fashion design career, and I was a bit of a workaholic, there were many times that I was not in my body, you know, and I had no idea what that felt like to be in my body until I started to practice mindfulness and attending to my body. And, you know, we really have to be able to fill our buckets, like you said, and that's one of the things that has been really a focus of this show is to come back to that space of divine, sacred self-nurturing because our children really want us to nurture ourselves first as souls. You know, they may seem needy on the outside, and of course we need to fulfill the little one's needs, but we also have to take care of our own needs. And if our own needs are not met, we we tend to pain deflect. And that can be done through this sort of out-of-body experience and the displeasure then starts to ensue in our whole life. Mm. So I'd like to ask you uh, what type of meditation practice you follow and is there any particular philosophy behind it? Sure. Well, there's a couple paths that I follow. When I was in college, my senior year, I started studying Zen Buddhism. And I lived in London my first year after college and continued that path and studied in, in temples there, which was um, really fun. And came back to the state. And really, ever since then, my own meditation practice has really been grounded in um, mindfulness, really broadly speaking. I studied with a teacher in Chicago, and then when I was in graduate school as a student of health psychology, mindfulness meditation was really making its way into our training as therapists, and specifically for working with people in pain. It was kind of a heyday about 10 years ago. So that was a a further grounding for me in a basic mindfulness path, um, a listening moment by moment without judgment to what arises, the simplest definition. My friend would call it um, paying attention with attitude, which I think is such a great definition of mindfulness, that attitude, of course, being one that says, hey, this is welcome too. Hey, this is welcome too. All of this is welcome so my my own seated practice is really grounded in mindfulness meditation. I also began a path of yoga in 1998 and trained to be a yoga teacher uh, when I was also getting my PhD. And my yoga practice is really uh, an important ground for me in that it really does include my body. How do I go through physical postures and experience the sensations that arise with welcome and discover that I can be more expansive than I realized in in what's physically available um, with a certain mindset. Three years ago, I also... Three years ago, I also encountered the practice of orgasmic meditation. It's called OM for short. And all of the meditation practices I learned up to that point were just myself, myself on my cushion, myself on my mat. 
orgasmic meditation is a partnered practice. You can't do it by yourself. So this practice has become also very, very central to my path. And then it really opened the door to me deciding this was so transformational that I wanted to teach it. The basic premise of the practice is that we can't actually access our own involuntary, uh, that place where we're out of our own control. Orgasm comes from the involuntary, or our body just organically feels pleasure. Like you can't tickle yourself. If I try to tickle myself, I'm the one tickling, so I can't really experience the same thing that I might if someone comes up to me and tickles me. But through connection with a partner in orgasmic meditation, I can access that involuntary place, that part of me where my energy is not under my voluntary control. It's where we replenish ourselves. It's the place where that tank lives. So in this practice, what it teaches is vulnerability and trust and the capacity to be seen. Unfortunately, I I have noticed for myself, it's easy to sort of hide in a solitary meditation practice. It's so important, but there's something that is so unique about being in a practice where we encounter others. It's relationship. It's a relational practice. Well, being a mother, it's not about, if you want to call it, a relational meditation. You're constantly in relationship. I, I hear from you know, my my sister and my sister-in-laws and my friends who are mothers, it's like a a moment of sitting on the toilet is my reprieve. You know, it's like I don't have that space where I'm not in relationship. So how do we actually, and here's the the lesson for Ohm, how do we stay in ourselves and really be a great advocate for ourselves and be open at that point of connection? So the practice Mm -hmm. is a clitoral stroking practice. It's a really powerful, very vulnerable practice, and that's an intense thing to hear because it's an intense thing to practice. And I can say more uh, about that later in in the show, but the basic idea is that if we can be connected in the place where we have the greatest concentration of sensation, then we train our whole system to rewire around connection so that we let more of us come through, that we don't have to hide that we don't have to sort of filter or protect others from us or us from others, but that we can bring our whole selves. We're not just a way for them to feel better. We are actually a source of ourselves, for ourselves, of pleasure. So those three paths have been my primary paths for meditation. Well, that sounds very intriguing, and you can see how it had, you know, the evolution of your meditation this led you more and more into the idea of our body being an integral part of the union of our soul. And I have some experience with witnessing a demonstration of OM, and I find that, for me, it was an unusual experience at first because it seemed very methodical and not really... Um, aligned with who I was at that time. But what I feel is I understand that there's this sort of letting go and you need to be in this space of surrender to your body and to the experience and also have this sort of detachment of outcome. 
which is all the things that we teach, and any other type of meditation as well. So I can see how this very blissful union with your own body, with a partner, helps you to be more empowered as a soul and more open to this feeling of pleasure as a means to love oneself. And so how do you think um, that meditation practice can really help in this feeling of more pleasure? I know you described OM, so if you want to go deeper into that, please, um, that's what you're here for. So, Sure. Well, let me start by explaining more fully what the practice is and then happy to elaborate about the relationship of this practice to pleasure and especially pleasure for moms. So in this practice, it's practiced between a man and a woman or it can be practiced between two women, but let's say it's a man and a woman for this example. Uh, In the practice, the man is called the stroker and the woman is the strokey. The strokey removes her clothing from the waist down and lays down in what's called a nest. It's a comfortable place with a yoga mat and blankets and pillows. The stroker uses his left leg to step over her and sits down to her right. He's sitting at her waist on the right. Then he puts his right leg under her right leg and puts on gloves, uses lubricant, and strokes the upper left-hand quadrant of her clitoris for 15 minutes with a stroke no firmer than you would stroke your eyelid. It's a feather light stroke. Unlike most of our experiences around sexuality, there's no goal. It's called a goalless practice because the invitation is to do exactly what we all do when we sit on our cushion and close our eyes. The invitation is to be present with what arises. But in this case, the focus of attention, whereas it's sometimes our breath or a mantra, The focus of attention is on that point of connection. In this case, finger on clitoris. It's like a finger in an electricity socket. It is intentionally confronting in that we are making the focal point, the place where we're most likely to feel something. So what's going to happen is we will likely feel something. We in the role as Droki, in in the role as woman. In the practice of stroking, the stroker is also very likely to feel something, that something being anywhere in his body. For the period of the 15 minutes, both partners' attention stays on the sensations that arise. There may be a rising and a falling of sensation. There may be kind of a a low wave-like quality But there's no expectation that anything in particular is going to happen. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to make something happen. There's a full permission to just be. And we, I'm so grateful for my seated meditation practice. I remember periods of my life when I had so much anxiety that I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. And I could sit on my meditation cushion and I began to feel a little bit of a breaking up of like the, the ice that was around my heart. I I will always be grateful for my seated meditation practice. There's something about this partnered sexual wellness practice that requires a partner 
that makes it be that more deeply than I've ever found through a solitary practice, I can just let myself be. So I'm a very ambitious person and I have a lot of drive and I work really hard and I'm always making lists and I'm up late at night and I wake up early in the morning and I I like this part of myself, but sometimes it drives me crazy because my mind wants it still and I can be very hard on myself and, and push past the point where it's actually good for me. Three years ago when I found this practice, I felt a quality of permission to not have to prove anything or to not have to, like, be someone for something else that never in 36 years up to that point I'd ever touched. It was a quality of restoration and relaxation. And even though my brain said, this is so weird, I actually (laughs) learned about the practice three years before I heard about it and said, no way am I doing that thing. This is too weird. Even though my brain kind of never stopped saying that, because I let myself have one direct experience of it, my brain had less hold on what I was doing, and I trusted what was arising in my body. That feeling of freedom and softness and some amount of spaciousness that where before it had always felt dense. I trusted that feeling, and I went for a second practice. So in that way, it was a gateway for me because I've spent my whole life looking for that, studying various spiritual traditions, going to India, going to sweat lodges, studying a pagan practice, um, being in choirs and using music as as a meditation. There were really so many paths that I walked. All of them contributed, but there was something about bringing my sexuality into it. And I always felt healthy sexually. I couldn't really talk about sex, but my sex was good enough. You know, it was fine. I didn't know how to talk about it much to, in general, and I definitely didn't know how to talk about it with clients, but it was fine, and it was sort of there over there, and then I put on my clothes and went to work, and then I was here over here. When I could bring my sexuality into my consciousness practice, and take the extraordinary risk and be extraordinarily vulnerable to open my legs and to say yes to a partner stroking my most sensitive part of my body, what happened was that I began to feel my feminine. And and that's the invitation in this meditation today, is to feel the part of us that is not the doing part, which so often takes over when we're in service to other people. But it's underneath that part that actually is the wise one who knows how to feel. And it's that feeling center that can have us really calibrate to our young ones or to our adult ones or however old these ones are that we've birthed out of our bodies. It's that feeling center that's actually so vital, integral to the experience of of service, of mothering, of, of love. And so giving ourselves permission to feel our feminine becomes really our our medicine as mothers. Again, I say our. I'm I'm not a a mother. My mother actually died when I was young, and I was the oldest in my family. And so I had this interesting experience as a young person of feeling a maternal instinct to my then younger siblings. I'm the oldest of four. And so I I have a certain relationship to motherhood, but I've never born a biological child. So just to make that clear, 
So I, I feel very, again, thrilled to, to make this information available to the mothers on this call because I, I, I see how easy it is to lose that grounding in that softer side when yeah. there's so many pulls to do and then the, the being self gets lost. So the last thing I'll say there is that, again, I, don't, I see orgasmic meditation as a complement to my other practices. I never gave up seated meditation. My yoga practice is very strong. All of these things are still here. It's a complement. Um, but through that complement, uh, what becomes possible is that pleasure, a sensation that often feels like pleasure, though not always, but often, pleasure becomes the teacher. So very often, the teacher is like discomfort or pain or loss. And then we grow, yeah. right? I know in, in, in physical activity, it's like, okay, just push through it, you know, and climb that hill or run more one more mile. or And so it's like our, our muscles literally rip to grow, and that serves its purpose. But this way, this pathway, is about shedding the layers of that holding, how much our our stress becomes like a, a memory in our muscles, and we're constantly holding to shed that and then repattern through opening, through the opposite yeah. of holding, through a yielding, through a surrender. And in that surrender, we then change the relationship, and our body naturally restores itself. We naturally plug back into our own pleasure center when there's a softening where we've habitually held, and then we become orgasmic creatures because we're already designed to be that way. If we feel our own pleasure center, we naturally replenish. And I do teach this practice to women and men of all stripes and of all ages, not just parents. It applies to every human. But specific to mothers, I my great hope is that that replenishment would then so very much spill over into what is available to give to children, to spouses, and to the rest of the family. That's really wonderful. And I'm going to say thanks for sharing all that with us. I want to push this forward because we have about 20 minutes left in the show. And I want to make sure that we have time for your meditation. So I'm going to go ahead and skip forward to that. And I want to ask, do you want me to play music in the background for you? Um, um, I don't think so. Okay, so I'm going to let you take it from here, knowing that we probably, I don't know how long your meditation is, but if we can keep it within 10, 10 minutes, 12 minutes max, that would be great for the closing of the show. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Okay. So for those who are listening, we're going to go into um, about 10 minutes where you get to just listen to my voice. And wherever you are, I invite you to stop. So what that looks like is putting down your phone or turning the stove off, coming back to it when you're done. And either going to sit down at the table, somewhere on a couch, or if you like lying down on the floor or on the bed, 
But for 10 minutes, I promise you, you can pick back up whatever you were doing after, pausing and letting it be that your attention can come on the inside. So what this looks like from whatever position you're in, seated or laying down, beginning to put attention on your breathing. This doesn't mean that your mind will stop. In fact, you never have to quiet your mind to meditate. But it just means that you begin to anchor your attention in your physical body. So for the next 10 minutes, I invite you to let your body anchor you right here and now. And we're going to start with your breath. Without changing anything, let yourself just notice what it feels like to be breathing right now. Your eyes can be closed or your gaze softened. We're turning on the inner eye. This is your permission to put attention here. Following the rise and fall of your breath, perhaps it's slow and steady. Perhaps it's just a little bit shallow. However your breath is breathing you, letting that motion come. And your job here is just to notice. As you keep following your breath, I invite you now to begin to pay attention to the muscles in your body, starting with your forehead. So begin to allow your forehead to relax. Start to feel that relaxation spreading out to the muscles around your ears, down to the muscles around your jaw, across your face, the tiny little muscles around your eyes. Just let the muscles open and drop, keeping your breath moving. Allow that feeling of relaxation to travel down the crown of your head and down your spine and backbone and flowing across your shoulders and down your arm. So we're traveling down the body. Let that feeling trickle into your fingertips. You might feel a low buzz a gentle warming. It might feel like your arms are getting a little heavy. Let your breath move you down your chest, through your abdomen and rib cage. Let that relaxation travel into your pelvis, your hips, 
the big muscles of your bottom, especially if you're sitting, let yourself get heavy in the chair. Let that energy just cascade downward as you release the muscles in your legs, the tops of your thighs. Let that vibration travel down over your knees, calves, and shins, and all the way to your feet. Maybe wiggle your toes just a little bit, feeling the muscles of the arches of your feet begin to soften. And then taking another full breath, opening from head to toe to that relaxation you've created. As the breath keeps moving and you let yourself settle into this body, no matter how many times those thoughts come in, coming back to the anchor of your body. We're going to go a step deeper. And I invite you in this moment to now imagine something that brings you pleasure, whether it's a person whether it's an event, some perhaps memory, some something, that when you imagine it, on the inside, your body begins to light up. Maybe it's a memory of a recent kiss with your spouse or your partner, or a make-out or sex. Maybe it's the feeling of being wrapped in the arms of someone who you know loves you. But once you get that image, I invite you to notice in your body what's happening. So for many of you, this might feel like some part of you glows. It might be a subtle vibration a wave-like quality or a, a gentle throbbing. I invite you to now dive your attention into that place that begins to glow when you let yourself imagine this pleasurable experience. Soak into it. We're putting our attention on that spot or many spots that feel good. And just for the next couple minutes, you can let go of the story about the sensations that don't feel relaxed, but concentrate your attention on that place that's beginning to glow. Your breath can be an ally here as you breathe into that spot, imagining 
sending your breath as if it's a wind into a flame glowing and breathing into that place where your body is beginning to feel more the vibration there. Now, imagine that there's a small dial that can turn that sensation up. And I invite you to imagine if your sensation is a one or a two or a three, turning it up to a seven or an eight or a nine. You can do this by softening the muscles around that part of your body. You can do this by helping with your breath to get more spacious there. But just experiment and see if you can turn the dial of that sensation up. This practice is permission. Putting your attention on that anchor, amplifying the feeling, and then bringing your attention right back to that sensation over and again. It might feel like heat rising, It might feel like a pulsing. For the next couple breaths, give yourself permission to plug into that sensation and allow it to spread out and into other parts of your body. Let your attention keep coming back to that pleasurable sensation. As if with your attention, you're stroking that spot and saying yes and saying welcome. Saying yes. Saying You are welcome here. Take the next couple breaths and allow yourself to anchor that feeling in your body keeping the muscles in that area of your body soft, keeping the muscle of your mind soft as you bring that permission back again. As we begin to close, allow yourself to just be, to abide in, and to relish 
whatever you've created, imagining on the inhale that you're inhaling all of the energy that you just raised and circulating it through your body. And then on the exhale, releasing whatever excess tension you do not need. Take the next three breaths to say anything else that you want to say silently to yourself to close this meditation. Reminding yourself that you can come back here at any time. And then when you are ready, gently allow yourself to open your eyes and close this meditation. That was really, really nice, Jessica. Um, I followed through on most of it except right at the end. I wanted to pull out. and But I could really feel my body moving energy. And, you know, as an, an energy uh, healer, <laughs> I'm very sensitive mm-hmm. to that. So I can feel that sort of kundalini awakening, which I really feel is that connection that we bring when we bring our awareness down into that root chakra into our body or into those places that feel really good. Um, I want to really thank you for sharing this with us today. I know that you have a wonderful um, product, a free offer that you want to offer, so I want to give you a little bit of time to talk about that and your product and direct people to that. Um, And then I'll go into my promotion for the next show and we'll start to close the show, okay? Sure. So I have two. I I, I have. I'm, I'm actually going to offer um, a a chance to learn orgasmic meditation. Since we talked about that so much on this program, January 30th in Dallas, I'm teaching the next orgasmic meditation basics class. And what I'd love to offer to any listener who responds to this offer is a ticket to that class plus a free intimacy coaching session with me. So this is for listeners in Dallas, a free ticket to the Dallas Orgasmic Meditation course and an intimacy coaching session. The offer we'll make sure is a link on the website where you tuned in to this program. And my website will be there as well so you can read more about my services. It's really been a privilege to be on the show. Thank you, Marie. Thank you for coming on the show. What a wonderful offer. I'll make sure that we get your link on the webpage so that those listening back to the podcast and downloading the podcast will know where to go as well. Um, It's been a blessing to share with you today and to be present in a meditation rather than guiding one (laughs) for for my day to start in such a wonderful, holy way. So I want to just take a little bit of time here um, to talk about the next show coming up on January 26th. Johnny Tan 
We'll be interviewing guest Amy Newmark, the publisher and editor-in-chief for Chicken Soup for the Soul. And Amy and Johnny will be discussing Chicken Soup's latest release, My Very Good, Very Bad Cat. They'll be sharing our heartwarming stories about our happy, heroic, and hilarious pets. Chicken Soup for the Soul is donating the royalties from this book to the American Humane Association. This effort is a part of the company's widespread support for animal shelters and pet adoption, including the the donation of chicken soup for the soup pet food and books to shelters across the country. So if you want additional information about this show, please go to FMMK Talks Show Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Now, um, I have a couple more minutes left, and I just want to make sure that you all understand that this is a part of our process of awakening this sexual union and this sexual experience. And as mothers, we tend to forget that value of our womb space, you know, not just to hold our babies, but it actually is a point of all creation. And when we put our mind into our sacred spaces, you know, only women have wombs. And so when we actually presence ourselves in that space and take care and nurture it and nurture our erogenous self, right, a part of us that knows only bliss, we will actually begin to open up to what I call the flower of life and that giving of our spirit that single day. Sorry, since I'm on speaker, that's coming through. So thank you for being here with us today. We didn't have time to open the lines, unfortunately, because of technical difficulties, but you can get a hold of Dr. Jessica Totoro at drjessicatotoro.com, and I'm sure she is available for any of your questions. Please take her up on her offer. It's a very holy one. And I look forward to future with each of you. Um, Remember, you have the support of Meditation for Moms Facebook group, and that is available to anyone who wants to build a community of meditation where you can share your experience, you can get guidance from each other, and sometimes you can just let us know what you're having issues with, and we'll guide you through that. There's lots of holy women in the group right now, and they all want to share, and they're eager to share their advice. Our show airs every first and third Tuesday of every month at 10 a.m. Central Time. So join us again this month on the third Tuesday. And I look forward to having a new show for you. I have guidance coming through for that, so I'll be posting that soon on Meditation for Moms. Through my e-letter, which you can join at any time at hearttransformations.com. Thank you for coming here today. Love and light to each of you. Namaste. And thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much. It was my honor. Playing the music.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.